two, one. Welcome back to our Brobackers and Lush Ladies. Brown Boys, we made it. Your host, Cute Boy Rom and Steezy Hippie Vic. What's up, Vic? Not much, Cute Boy Rom. Just hanging out on a Friday. Feeling a little um, hungover. Feeling like um, digested food over amount of time through a body where nutrients have been sucked out and then um, just basically the excrements of what's left over after all the nutrients have been sucked out of the food that's what I feel like yeah so like dehydrated loss of nutrients little electrolyte loss um, maybe some nausea sluggishness fatigue check check end up check and don't forget the mental side of being hungover it's such a pain little anxiousness slash like stress on the mind just wanting to get back to 100 percent. it's like the sugars from the alcohol is running through your body so you're kind of like ready to go but then your mind is like lagging behind like yeah four seconds is as if you had like a a bad connection on a facetime call and you're just like <laughs> trying to just catch up to the conversation as the call is lagging and you're just lost in the conversation and it's just it's tough it's tough Oh, Vic, on that note, how, how's your week been? It's been good, dude. Full of love. So much love this birthday week. Outpouring love it. all week. Um, talk about it a little bit. All right. Um, some of the love has, has taught me some lessons, dude. Um, I'm not Ooh. one to, like, accept gifts and accolades and accomplishments and compliments and such. Uh easily or willingly or like uh comfortably i guess you could say yeah and um what's up Ron? you got a comment i was gonna say you talk about yourself so humbly i love it oh yeah glad you love it it's just me being real you know um yeah so as such uh getting gifts on my birthday especially from you know people who i love so much and who which i can like wholeheartedly talk to and say don't get me a gift and then them getting me a gift and then me you know being stubborn and being like why'd you get me a gift i said not to like blah blah blah. and then it's like a slap in the face of you know what vic you take the love that people give you you know what i mean like i i preach love but i guess i have i struggle with receiving it a little bit more you know what i mean i preach it and i live it and i give it but I don't know and uh it was made clear to me by my partner my life partner and that's why I treasure my life partner that's why anyone and everyone should treasure their life partner because they're the ones gonna call you out and shine the light on your bullshit and on the areas that no one's ever gonna call you out on and that's just something I learned and it was just like you know what absolutely like I should wholeheartedly accept love as much as I wholeheartedly give it and um gifts are a language of love for some people and um it's just uh something i learned something that humbled me and um as well as the love that everyone's outpoured and just reached out from wherever they were and just just to greet me and we went out to a grasshoppers game yesterday Uh, my father was insistive of going out and treating me on my birthday so we went to a buffet before a buffet dinner before the Greensboro Grasshoppers game, which was what a kind, play. Um, what kind of buffet? Chinese buffet, of course. Nice. Yeah, of course. Your boy crushed like sixteen sugar Chinese donuts. Oh, those are so dang. Dude, those are the, those are gold, man. Honestly, like the the light fluffiness of the interior with the. The fried crispy exterior along with the sugary subtly sweet with the bready carb you know it's just so the chewiness it's so satisfying it's one of the most fantastic things in the world along with that you know paired it with sushi and hibachi as a vegetarian going to a buffet you're kind of limited but you know sushi. any uh spring rolls um no they didn't have any vegetarian spring rolls there so uh I basically had to suffer and had to eat hibachi and sushi the whole time. Yeah, you know, it's just a tough life these days to have to eat hibachi and sushi as the only option. <laughs> um, but, I, I, you know, I made it through um, with a positive attitude, with uh, heavy gratefulness. Uh, some friends came out for that, too. Uh, got to show and got to experience um, some first-timers 
at a Chinese buffet, which is always interesting. Really? <laughs> yeah, of course, man. We're out here showing culture. That's what we do as brown boys that's made it, you know what I mean? I just assume everyone has crossed paths with a Chinese buffet sometime in their life. Well, I mean, they well, probably I guess now crossed. they have. Yeah, exactly. This that's the pa- I gave them the the path to cross. You know what I mean? But it's pretty interesting how that is the case, though. I mean, maybe just really interesting for me because I grew up going to a Chinese buffet like every single Sunday Sunday after church. So I get you. I get your um, you know, your your blasphemous idea of it all. Of how can no one? How can someone have not gone to a Chinese buffet ever? But it's real, and I got to witness, you know, like the the ooh and ah, and like the the pointing and the understanding of all the different ingredients you use and options. It's definitely not Golden Corral, Rom. It's definitely not Golden Corral. Oh yeah, I'll take a Chinese buffet over a Golden Corral buffet any day. Oof, we might have to get the lush ladies and bro backers to um, you yeah. know, comment and weigh in on the Instagram Brown Boys You Made It IG. Go ahead and uh, rate and follow on there, and go ahead and rate the pod on the apple on the apple platform or the spotify platform whatever platform allows you to rate but go ahead and interact a little bit and let us know golden corral or a chinese buffet that's a that's a take dang now i'm weighing it so you know uh the golden corral greensboro um my parents when we first moved and we had like a huge moving day um sorry i don't mean to like interject on your uh recap but i you're hitting like a you're hitting like a nostalgia nostalgic memory so when we moved to greensboro and like finished moving in our first day we were so hungry we all went to golden crow so that was like my first meal in greensboro wow at that golden crow and amazing i remember just stuffing my face and i used to think it was like um like the shit and I'm pretty. I'm confident I threw up afterwards when I got home because I just ate so much so quickly. That's so classic buffet maneuvers. But like we had gone there because it's right by that Sam's Club, and like sometimes like I don't know if it's a foreign thing, uh, but we would do like family trips to the growing up to like Sam's Club, and then after we would go to Golden Corral sometimes to eat. And depending like what time of the day we went on our Sam's Club. So there's like that nostalgia. But then a weird thing we used to do is when we go on like a beach trip, usually that first day of the beach trip, we'd go to a Chinese buffet. And I loved it. Like I've never had a bad experience at a Chinese buffet. And I've always like though. What do you mean? bad experiences at Chinese buffet. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've um, heard uh, a couple of rumors through the grapevine stating that uh, they've gotten sick at Chinese buffets and, like, it's kind of uh, something to stay weary of, you know? Yeah, hit or miss. Yeah. I think I've just gotten lucky, so knock on wood. Probably um, just have that cultured gut bacteria. You true. got a good gut. We've already noticed it. We've already stated it on uh, the pod. They've seen it on some of the posts. They've seen the gut. They've understood some of your decisions you made. <laughs> you got a good gut. Everyone knows it, dude. Uh, that's classic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we put out classic stuff, from. But, um, yeah, so, I don't know. I think the nostalgia of maybe tying uh, Chinese buffet to a vacation, maybe that's why I think it's better. Did, did you have a somewhat of a, you know, awe? moment whenever you went whenever you got and went into the golden corral for the first time oh yeah i I I thought it was like the best place on earth yeah i thought it was the craziest thing ever just like food everywhere yeah it almost sucks because like you know when you're younger you don't really care about like oh is this restaurant known for like this cuisine or like it's like a really nice like like you don't even think of like oh i want to go to this place because like they have like this 30 dollar entree or whatever like I feel growing up, we think so much more of Yelp reviews and like these like unique restaurants and food. And I do think there's a place for that, but there's something like so innocent when you're younger, you're just like, oh, there's like mac and cheese, fried chicken and pizza. And then you can get your own soft serve ice cream and cookies afterwards. Like that just sounds like, you know, there's so, something more fun and playful about that. 
Absolutely. And I think that's where everyone is drawn to whenever they go to a buffet or they choose to go to a buffet or choose to go to a buffet in general. There's definitely like that whole concept of, you know, you stand up, go get your food, come back and there's no waiter and it's like fun. You can pile up your plate. You can get like, you know, how many rounds are you going to go? It's a real interactive and fun version of eating, you know? You get to try anything you want. Right. Like little portions of this, little portions of that. It's kind of like hibachi, like whenever they cook in front of you, but not because you like go get it instead. Uh, Here's another one. Kind of like hunting, hunting and gathering, actually. Yeah. Something like that. Except it's like served uh, very easily. So we basically um, went on a hunting and gathering dinner before oh, the, get the fuck out of here. before before the grasshoppers came. Wait, here's one: CC's. Ooh, you gotta CC's, tell me. Golden Corral or gold or uh, China buffet. That's the cinnamon crazy. rolls at CC's just hits, bro. You're a sweet tooth monster, dude. Because you're either you're either uh, siding on the cinnamon rolls or you're siding on the breadsticks. Like if you're a savory guy yeah. or a sweet guy, I'm on the breadsticks game. They're breadsticks, love... garlic breadsticks. The cheesy wow. garlic, bread. yeah, they are fire. Yeah, oh, like that's the a edges, tough one. The crusts, the ones that like kind of like burn and kind of like mm-hmm. you know caramelize the cheese and it just gets crispy and like, ooh. Have you had Jet's Pizza yet, Vic? No, I try not to eat trash. Oh, okay. <laughs> so don't ever put trash and Jeff's Pizza in the same line. What? That's or vicinity. Jeff's Pizza, Detroit style, pretty much all. It's a, it's yeah, it's a square deep dish pizza, and all the crust is that yeah, like burnt cheesy. It's it's better than the. Uh, I don't know. Well, you're probably like a fucking Domino's guy. What? No, bro. I'm a food truck guy slash like real authentic anyway i just realized that uh jets actually was chicago deep dish uh i'm not gonna lie detroit uh oh yeah wait detroit chicago well there's the two different cities that do the deep dish yeah detroit is known for the the square deep dish pizza chicago is more the pie oh okay okay well i guess i'd have to try it i mean it was probably um, really irresponsible of me to judge them as trash without even trying it. But I'm just assuming, considering the fact that they are like a franchise of pizza, and uh, I'm talking in the concept of like food trucks versus franchise, you have a very passionate group of people running one one business versus you know uh, a business money hungry you know ROI focused. Bro, we just been talking about Chinese buffets and Golden Crowd. Don't give me that. I mean, if you're, I mean, if you're trying to get like a, a specialty pizza, I would just assume that that's just the case that you're considering. But I understand some places don't have availability, and Jets Pizza is the place to go. I gotta try it. I mean, I'm not bashing. I'm yeah. just kind of like, like, uh, just dissecting it, like it, you know. In, intrinsically understanding it because as a brown boy that made that i don't make decisions without thinking about it beforehand you know what i mean yeah skeptical i i i hear that yeah i mean um you could probably remember the days when we would make decisions without thinking about it (laughs) wow the days what fun (laughs) days those were huh yeah yeah, I remember um, Rom would see an open garage and just start itching. He'd have to run in there. And get go. that as you, Vic. Don't project that on me. If you want to tell us, I'm not a projector. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? Anyways, we don't need to incriminate anyone on this pod. Anyway, so um, how was your... So you went Rom? to a Grasshoppers game? Oh, yeah. And um, after the Grasshoppers game, went to the local bar that had live music that was walking distance, which is always a plus. You just carry the vibe right over. You don't even have to wait five minutes before you're getting your next beer. Going from the stadium to the bar with live music as it lulls you into the doors and you dance your way to the bar. It's just, it was an amazing night. Uh, ran into an old friend of mine who lives in Utah, who's in town just for the weekend. And um, it so happened to be the night we went out for my birthday. And so like the love was felt from, you know, the concept of, long distance friendships reuniting you know nice nice very nice yeah um 
had had probably one too many little bubbly beverages but let's get it straight those are beers not seltzers because um we like to keep the testosterone high but <laughs> that's just uh the reality of it just had maybe one two little uh malty bubblies but it was a beautiful night nonetheless um father father took care of uh, all the bills so it was a fun night and uh he drove so didn't have to worry about anything and just got to express and just reveal it was good damn shout, out to, all, shout out to everyone i saw last night that's the way to live your birthday yeah i mean um i didn't another thing I, that was interesting that i uh introspectively got to understand was uh, on monday was the day that my birth actually fell on um actually where i fell out um on that day i guess you could say um and on mondays i have a self-rule where i don't drink or i try to stay you know um in in a meditative state where i keep imagining myself making the week my bitch um and so i try not to divert from that mindset and so you know having a monday having a birthday fall on a monday you're kind of uh swayed to celebrate your birthday as in oh it's one day a year it's my birthday but um i truly deep down didn't want to like uh my father and uh, a couple of friends invited me and kept telling me that we should go out on the monday and i was like you know what guys i'm gonna stay true to myself and stay honest as brown boys that make it do and i'm gonna say no let's save it for later in the week and um i'm glad i'm glad we did it it was a great decision later in the week came and uh we had a good time either way but um, I, I guess you, when you grow older, you start to realize that uh, it's the times that you spend with your friends that are that are there to celebrate the love they have for you on your birthday, not the date of birth or when you fell out and the actual, you know, it's beautiful. It's, it's, exactly. uh, I've just been learning a lot and just uh, it's been a good week. It's been lavish, lush. That's that's awesome, Vic. I love that for you. Thanks, if bro. anyone deserves an awesome birthday, it's you. Oh, my gosh. And our Brovacus and Lush ladies. Yeah, of course. And then you. And then me. Yeah. Um, nice. Put, yeah, putting people in front of you, Ron, that's so graceful. Wow. Well, yeah, Ron, um, we do us a favor and uh, bestow our ear holes with um, some of the things that made you smile and frown and emote throughout this week i just had a very grounded week um oh honestly didn't do much like monday through wednesday was like just extremely rainy or gloomy weather so it was wet uh, yeah it was wet so rom's not used to being wet so just focus more on like work and then uh, listening to like audible books while taking nulls on walks um and then meditate just getting my groundedness back in and then i had like an interesting conversation with clara my therapist yesterday uh i i told her about like my burnout and kind of like another issue i think i've been having is i'm struggling to prioritize like friendships relationships um consistently like i usually I feel like I almost would lie or expect the other person to consistently reach out and I'm not always proactive on my own uh, in doing so. And uh, she was like going over a pattern of myself like these past few months and she was like, I think you're overexerting yourself in pretty much like all of your buckets and you're not like balancing it out well. And I was like, but like I love like you know playing tennis and podcasting volunteering my work and she was like yeah like she was like those are things that you love to do but she was like you're overexerting in those things and she's like I think you're forgetting like one bucket which is like yourself and getting comfortable with yourself and like closer to yourself and I was like well I f- feel like that's where like the yoga comes in for me and like the walks and she's like those are more like self-care but she was it was a really good conversation she's like 
self-care and self-love are a little bit different just like self-care helps you operate to your best in anything that you put yourself through so she's like your meditation practice brings your best self out but self-love is something that gets you closer to yourself and wow it's pretty profound right yeah i mean that's um something that people immediately link together and immediately already bundle up as one kind of um activity but it makes total sense the difference and like uh the approach and subsequent subsequent effect yeah it's amazing super profound thank you ron yeah it, it was like a huge shocking moment because just like what you said uh that's how i took it as well i thought i thought that stuff was self-love activities and but then i like was challenging her and i was like well what about like the podcast and volunteering and my work like is that not self-love and she's like no that's like things you love to do but she was like you're doing that to serve other people like whether it's your team you know the audience and the podcast or like you know survivors and other people who need help and i and she's like it's great that it makes you happy but that's not like you're not the recipient of it and that's where i was like oh wow there's like this whole dimension that i haven't really found out and she was linking that to me not giving to myself is in like giving self-love to myself is disenabling me from probably giving love in my like like friendships relationships that I have and and I didn't think it was an issue until I realized like I I had a conversation with someone and I realized like oh like I'm I think like a year ago I used to overinvest in people and like now this year I feel like I've underinvested and it was and she's like noticed it from just relationships and dating stuff and then even like in friendships she's like you need to balance that out more cuz she's like I think you like swung on the other side of the pendulum and I was like mm-hmm. oh shit and she's like it's almost to a point where you might be a little bit selfish and I was like ah oh, okay so it's all about that balance by G yeah and like I also think about it I'm like like I spent a lot of time with my cousin but I wonder if he was like lived in Charlotte would I put in the same effort no outside of knowing that like he was just here temporarily for like a month you know like would I still have gone to see him and like do things with him and stuff like that so I thought about that a lot and I asked her I was like okay like how do I go about doing this and she was like um one of the things uh she was like I feel like sometimes when you go on dates you go to places that you really love to go to but you never do those things unless like you're have a date planned or if you have a friend who's interested in going to it and I was like yeah you're right like I I have like a list of a lot of places I want to check out and things to do but I haven't been comfortable I guess going out of my shell to do it on my own and um I she's like well I challenge you like every once a week like carve out a day where you go you take yourself out like on a date and it will be uncomfortable at first but you'll naturally like enjoy it and then soon to like it and then she's like I feel like when you do that you'll come off a lot differently when you invite a friend or like want to share that in a relationship and I was like okay like sign me up like I'll do this and she was like I also think it'll help with your burnout she was like I I just think when you get closer to yourself you'll probably know your limits a little bit better in the activities that you go into and like it'll just help you replenish and also know your boundaries and like where you're overexerting because she's like I think you're overexerting because you're not taking the time to get closer to yourself and I, I was just like wow this is like very you know profound so I went on a hour and a half walk today thinking through like what she said mm-hmm. and really like taking it seriously and just like digesting it yeah digesting it because like I 
heard it yesterday, you know, slept on it. And then I just wanted to like sleep on it, dog. Can't sleep on it. Yeah. Like it was more like, Hey, uh, let me see how I feel tomorrow and not like react to it. Like whatever I heard yesterday. Very stoic of you. And I thought about it and I felt like, cause the way I'm communicating it now in that moment. And even after the conversation, like I didn't understand it to this degree. And then after I went on my walk, I like really understood where, what she was talking about in a way to articulate it. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I think I'm going to, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to use the pod as like an accountability measure. I'll, I'm, I'm carving every Wednesday evening to trying something new that is on my list of things that I like to do. Wow, Ron, that's so inspirational, profound, and beautiful in the way that you played out, you know, the, the struggles and the diversities of your life to be something so cool. You're such a cool guy, Ram. I don't know if that's cool, but okay. I mean, it's cool, dude. I mean, you're going after all, like, you're, it's like the bucket list movie where you've created almost these things that you want to do and know that you're capable capable of doing and you're going to do it just because mm-hmm. you want to do it and not you don't have to create an excuse to go do it or or an occasion of it but you just go do it to go do it. like just satisfying to satisfy yourself that's such a childlike yeah. instinct that is so lost it, isn't age. it yeah it is yeah like, no that's is. what i'm saying like i was like it is yeah it i is. didn't mean to say isn't it like it is you know like yeah it, it's it? kind of dumbfounding that we used to do that all the time right like we younger. used to like see something and we'll just put our finger on it and sniff it or like taste it you know what i mean it's just like and that's that's what that's what life's about you you want something find out how to get it and go get it right mm-hmm. you want to go do something go find how to get it done and go do it yeah it's um it's more profound and um inspiring than than i can even uh express yeah i I think i hope it you know hearing this and like i hope the way we talked about it maybe we can break it down even further I think there really is like a huge distinction between self-care and self-love because I I think a lot of people think self-care is self-love just as I did you know whenever you what can you like go into that dive into that like can you go a little more beaver deep like into that like how um how how is there a different like self-love self-care um differentiate the two in to activities or in intentions, I guess you could say. Yeah, I'll do my best. So the way I thought about it when I reflected on it was self-care. I initially, prior to that conversation with Clara, thought like meditating was getting closer to myself, which in a way I think it does. I think it gets me aware of thoughts that go on in my head and then helps me separate from them and then be able to perform from a more balanced state without influxes of like thoughts and letting them get me off center. So in a way, it it, it is self-love in a sense of like, I, it's not self-love. It is a tool that helps me get to self-love. Right. Right. um, Because I, I don't let profounding thoughts sway me on my path. So it's a tool and like, you know, whether it's like taking baths or going on walks, like that's all self-care because, um, yes, it's like alone time and it's things that benefit you, but it's more to like benefit your energy and to like replenish you. But self-love is more like, I think what I found out too, the question I asked her is like, well, why isn't like me playing tennis and like volunteering or doing a pod self-love and she's like because you're the outcome is you're giving to others even if you enjoy it and she's like the happiness you get again it, it that might also be a self-care tool in itself right like it's a right oh it's increasing your like vibrations um but she's like the thing is you're still neglecting you as the receiver of it 
And when let's just talk about love in general, right? Like love is when you're giving and receiving to another person. Well, when we think of like attraction and like uh, like law of attraction stuff like that, like you, if you want someone to give and receive love from you, you have to get love to yourself first. And I wasn't, I had like, it was such a shocker to me when I heard her say, I was like, she was like, you're not ever on the receiving end and out unless it comes from someone else. So she, like, like say Leslie, the director at the breast cancer, like she gives me a lot of praise or like from work when I do good work or, you know, if I uh, play well and like my coach says something or in a podcast, if a lush lady or Brobacker like gives us a good comment, that's like love coming from elsewhere. But self-love is like when you give it, but then you're also the one receiving it. So for me, like, I think it's like of it self- like, it's like selfless love to yourself. Yeah. So, you know, I think positive affirmations, that's like a tool again, right? To raise your vibration. But it's like, there's like got to be some sort of action that takes place where you give to yourself. Do you think that's why, like in Christianity and religion, um, such a profound moment happens whenever they accept the love of i guess let's use christianity here like jesus christ like when when they can finally like break down their walls and say that jesus loves me and and accept that love that's like kind of the moment of uh aha and a moment of like pivotal turning in consideration to what we're talking about of uh like being able to accept love willingly and openly do you think that I'm that trying too, to connect it I, maybe I'm trying to think how that correlates to self-love because it's like right, allowing there's, the there's the word self and when you said it I'm thinking of like there are they is it still themselves giving it or are they like, receiving I'm, it based off hope and faith from a higher being because I'm, I'm hearing and understanding self-love is almost like allow allowing yourself to love yourself or allowing yourself to succumb to your own um mental capacity of uh i don't need it i'm good i just need it i'm just gonna take care of myself and you know make more like just work and make more like you know what i mean it's like no the self-love is knowing that you worked enough i'm proud of myself and i can step away and do something else because i love myself for the work I put in, and I love myself enough to to devote time to myself and the things that I love for myself. Like you know what I mean? And that same awareness or openness of thought process, like being able to accept love to, from yourself, do you think subliminal, like in a, I guess in a satirical microcosm, small sense, like that's actually what's happening when. Um, a religious person finally accepts the love or like accepts Jesus oh. in their heart. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying now. Now, okay, okay yeah. Now, now you do. So okay, great. They I'm may... glad that now you do, Rom. Yes, like at this moment and at 35 minutes in, I, I get it. So, <laughs> I'm um, sorry, that was like so so hard to already understand, and then like yeah, I didn't understand. To... I needed you to elaborate after you said the first time, and then I needed you to actually restate it the second time after the elaboration. Uh, I'm a, I can be a restater, elaborator anytime, Ram, and I'm happy to do so. And I'm just glad that you got it now because I'm like a little bit intrigued in the sociological and anthropological aspect in the way that, you know, psychologically, these religions and all. Okay, these they'll hope... just drop all these ologies where you know what I mean? It's a, theolo- a theology. Yeah, it's just I... theological. Yeah, it's from the theological college. <laughs> but yeah, so it's almost like the satirical or the metaphorical um, oracle. Like, yeah, oracle uh, intention of that phrase of Jesus loves me. Like, it's right. really them finally loving themselves. Right. It's like them getting on their knees and sack, like, putting their ego down to themselves yeah. or like, you know what I mean that's kind of what's happening too it's like 
what's blocking you from really loving yourself, I think, a lot of the time is the ego that you don't need it. Right? Or you don't deserve it. Or you don't deserve it. Right. Exactly. Oh, I well, think that's where I... Kind of actually, if you think about I, it. Yeah. I, I think that was my block. I think it's weird to take myself out. Like, or uncomfortable is a better phrase to say. Because, like, I'm more selfish with my own money for myself than I am to, like, for others. Yeah. Like or time for myself like that. I can understand that. Because like it's not... You know how we're both productive? So it's like, you, I wouldn't feel productive if I took myself out on, like, a dinner date by myself. That's that's sad to hear out loud, is it not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it is. It is, but <laughs> but I understand because now I have, like, awareness that that's how my mind works. Yeah, because you've made it now. Damn, that is so sad. Yikes. <laughs> well, that's kind of, that's pretty funny because that's kind of, like, what I was doing with Meditation Mondays whenever I was uh, really seeking for more wisdom. I was literally taking the time and ending the day feeling proud of myself for not being productive you know what i mean <laughs> it's like uh just as the same consideration of feeling good after being productive i was uh, achieving the same um joy with forcing myself to be out of my own comfort zone of not being productive and having a self-love the self-love is not easy it, uh, it takes time dedication awareness um you know in a way, though, I think it helps address a lot of insecurities like one can have in themselves. Like, I, I, on, during my walk, I was like, oh, so, like, if I want to take myself on a dinner date, like, I don't want to, like, consume this, like, extra calories and, like, have a beer midweek. And, like, I was, like, talking myself out of it because I like my self-consciousness of my body and weight and stuff like that like i i didn't realize how much ego flare was occurring in my head or like even with money or whatever like i would any ideas i had i always found like an egoic like insecurity slash flaw associated with it on why i shouldn't do it and yeah so i think this will be like a very interesting like challenge to see how it affects me after i do it shit let's challenge the lush the lush ladies and bro backers the same thing take yourself out on a date take yourself take yourself out on a date take yourself out on uh a a activity or a trip that you've always wanted to do and date yourself one day you know what i mean take take your yeah dude just love yourself imagine if you went on a date but you were actually going on a date with yourself pretty nerve-wracking but necessary i think that's a a really interesting psycho psychological psychological like experiment like it's just you know what i mean like what if you actually did do that and you practice taking yourself out on a date loving yourself as if you were a significant other yeah like a lot of you and ourselves like we do so many loving things for our significant other when we're in relationships and it's like weird why we don't continue that same practice because we love seeing them be so happy when those things happen. But imagine doing like a thoughtful, like treat yourself thing once a week for yourself. Like, I don't know why it's such an odd concept when I think about it. And I'll even mention that orchestra concert symphony that I was supposed to go to and that I had a happy hour before. I ended up not going to it because I was uh, at the way happy to come hour. clean, Rom. Way to come clean. Yeah, I love. I don't it. think I ever addressed it on the pod, but I was gonna bring it up, but I don't want to like throw you underneath the bus. I wouldn't like incriminate you on the pod. That's just not what I do. I appreciate that, Vic. No problem. And, but um, um, yeah, can't believe you didn't yeah, go to that. I didn't go to it because I talked myself out of it. I was like, oh, like everyone's still staying for the happy hour, so I'm I'm going to, and like two, I was worried of going there like by myself because i knew a lot of people would be going to something like that on dates or with their significant other and i thought i was just in my head i was like it's gonna be so weird and awkward if i'm there by myself but if you think about it, a lot of like the self-love things you would do like you have to almost think of it as like what is it that you enjoy that you would do with like your significant other but have to do it yourself whether it's like go to dinner by yourself or you know anything or going to the zoo or visit a city and i think the timing was right because like 
I talked about my cousin a couple episodes ago of like how he just goes to coffee shops or goes to restaurants or visits like cities and like does an Airbnb. I, I now re- am putting two together. Like he's practicing so much significant self-love and it doesn't even surprise me that he's also attracted a few relationships throughout his whole journey. Pretty much in every city he went to, he attracted like relationships. So the beauty it, of traveling, man. Yeah. The beauty, the beauty of traveling is, um, is so pure. It keeps you in a constant state of like uncomfortableness. It's almost like being in a new relationship and having to hold your fart for like the whole day when you hang out <laughs> with a, with your significant other all day. You know what I mean? Eventually, you're gonna be able to just fart, but like for the first like couple months, it's it's that uncomfortableness, and it's that's almost the same, you know, feeling or emotion whenever you travel. And when you travel, you know, you're in in a state of. Uh, curiosity and exploration so you're going to these coffee yeah it's a it's a beautiful thing but um with this with the selfishness concept you're asking that is one of the biggest questions of buddhism and spirituality and tao and Tao. and it's just you know is being a monk selfish taking yourself away from society and being useless to society to then just do nothing majority of your days or in most cases to most viewpoints nothing but obviously there's there, there's definitely something happening but it's just not a product that is tangible but you know what i mean it's um it's something you have to face and understand that it's not selfishness it's self-love it's it's not like having the awareness of selfishness is already a consideration of talking yourself out of it right yeah because it's not selfishness when you are wholeheartedly benefiting from it right it's it's (laughs) i don't know Uh, i've never really thought about self-love this hard and self-care this hard in the differentials but Mm -hmm. i love to hear it and um it's really interesting because i definitely show myself self-love and self-care and i can see the difference and i can feel the different impacts and um just really appreciate it appreciate the awareness rom thanks man yeah i hey i'm excited for this other chapter of my journey like to just date myself yeah and i guarantee you once you start dating yourself more there's some kind of weird psychological thing that happens that when people see you dating someone else but in this case it's yourself so (laughs) the consideration of someone else seeing you with you know content and happy i guess you could say at this point it it attracts other people other people are curious um i don't want to say jealous but you know um ready to be inspired i guess we could say um and i wish you love courage bravery um attention and intention and energy dog sending it your way thanks man yeah i'm excited the pot accountability will be huge i will be excited to reflect on it weekly uh, actually that goes to all the lush ladies and bro backers as well not only you rom so you got to split that up three ways uh evenly um with our one million listeners so uh it's gonna suck but anyway i still sent you all that good hey. vibes sharing is caring so i'm all for it um sharing is caring but receiving is loving Ooh. oh shit Oof. you should take you should note that next time Oof. you get a gift back Oof. nah i mean you know it's a lesson i've learned this uh a couple years ago when i was younger dwelling on a lesson and trying to apply it all the time it's just gonna make me stress so you know it's just my past now rom um i've learned from it and if i have to learn from a lesson like that again uh, my significant other probably will let me know and i'm gonna <laughs> do my best to be different but yeah yeah it's definitely uh it's awareness and being uh, a receiver ain't so bad all the time rom receiving ain't so bad it ain't so bad um cool well vic what what do you got going on this weekend peep your weekend for us yeah i'm gonna give you a little peep show into my weekend huh peep guy just a um, little peep well as you know um this is already friday and um we already know how i'm feeling um physically coming off of yesterday's uh, thirsty thursday 
so today we're chilling um tomorrow the oh my gosh can we talk about the weather for a second it is crispy outside it's yeah, beautiful I love it. the sun is shining we got bluebird skies we got crispy breezes it's just amazing so i'm definitely getting outside um i don't know about getting on top of water as much but i'm definitely gonna get in nature some way somehow possibly a hike um yeah, I'm going to practice my dance moves for the ball next week. Yeah, I'm so pumped. Yeah, pumped too, man. Um, yeah, not much, man. I'm just going to stay grounded and uh, honestly work this weekend and uh, just do my best. I, I don't have much planned, Rom. Don't have much planned. But uh, the peep show is uh, definitely revealing. <laughs> I like it give us a little peep show into your uh nasty weekend <laughs> yeah so it's obviously friday so just a peep um so tomorrow my mom is coming and my dad to celebrate her birthday so i oh, taking, love that i'm gonna take them out to lunch to my mom's favorite restaurant in charlotte and then that'll probably be all I do Saturday, I'm going to, well, I'm going to do a lot of work this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I want next weekend's going to be a fun weekend. Right, right, right. And we got a lot of stuff planned. And I know with volunteering all day and the ball, like, and then, you know, whatever we decide to do Saturday. Obviously, I'm, we're going to be recording a pod because. Yeah, we're going to business pleasure and so leisure. That's what we do. So I want to, I think. I forgot how we say it, but like preparedness is so key for success. So I'm going to prepare, get ahead of my week, knowing I'm only working four days. Let's go. So get a lot, like essentially a day's work of work done over the weekend. I'm going to hit up Trader Joe's on Sunday and stock up on some fall stuff. He's such a good guy. Love Joe. Yeah. Good trader. Big TJ's guy. Um, yeah, and then I'm going to win the week and then be ready for Vic. And we're going to have some big stuff coming up next week for you guys. Yeah, we are. Stoked for it. Probably going to get some uh, visual content out there too, considering sure, um, we're going to be real chic looking. So we're definitely going to be uh, putting that out there. Might have to create a little content video maybe a little uh, igtv or something that's oh. just solidified into we gotta definitely talk to our social media team but we're excited to you know be accountable um this you know s- some events uh are you know through luck which is uh, pre- preparation and um you know situational awareness to, to know when to, to pounce um and um you know we're just lucky to be going and we, our accountability is uh brought us to to the top tier stage it's just where we're at yeah this is definitely such an amazing opportunity and i do want to relish it and we'll find a way to make sure you guys experience some of the highlights of just top event. tier top tier yeah. you got any gripes dude any gripes at the end of the week uh not gripes actually almost um maybe sympathy in a way uh so my neighbor has like a small pub and they're they're a a couple but like i i and he's working from home and so is his like wife and like i saw him in the stairwell monday morning as i was taking nala out and he was like oh god like when he saw me because like his pup was in his hand and she's about to yank his arm off and like bark his ear off and like when i say every time i walk out of my hall i always hear that pup like even while they're there non-stop barking and just so shy i don't know it like it it's rough like i mean nala was like a pretty bad barker when she was a pup but like she was I, travis I, barker 
No, no, this the his pup is Travis Barker. Like it's it, it's brutal, and I was like, I can imagine. Like it sounds like anytime he gets like some peace with that pup, like he relishes it. But he, I could tell when he was like, oh god, like I could just tell the fear in him was like, or the anxiousness was like, shit, this pup is about to like freak out right now in my arms, and it, it did. And I was just like, oh shoot, I was like, oh my bad, uh, and uh, but. Like I fell for him. Like it's hard. He probably doesn't sleep that much. Um, has to deal with it. And I, who knows? Maybe it, sleep that much. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to focus even while you're working too. So, you know, not so much a gripe, but like more like a sympathy, like shout out, like to all our anyone who has like a new pup or has had one. I think we all can relate. And, um, you know. Yeah, you know, as a sure. as a new dog dad in the dog world no longer a dog dad but as um as you know a new experienced dog dad the yapping is real and uh you have to understand that there's not much you can do when a dog wants to do what he wants to do the sympathies to that guy for sure but uh gripes to the to the walls that aren't thick enough to to bounce the yapping small dogs you know what i mean like unfortunate unfortunate what about you, man? Any gripes? Any gripes? Yeah, I want to gripe about alcohol. I hate... I wish there was a consideration when someone made alcohol and the way that it affects the body afterwards. <laughs> alcohol is so fun and so cool and so useful in society, but the effects of it is just so detrimental. Like, uh, it really just affects the next day, right? Yeah, I wish I, I mean, I have like a formula to handle hangovers, but there's still sometimes like, no matter how much you implement like a hangover cure, you're still going to feel like shit. I mean, not only just feel it, you're also like mentally foggy. You're not able to just be as sharp and as clear as you normally are. You know, you're just, you're just in a fog. You're just a fog yeah. guy. The fog is annoying. Yeah, I think the fog that's is annoying. Especially when you, I feel like, are used to having a non-foggy head. Like, it's really hard to deal with it. It's yeah. it's it's like a like an irritation almost because you're like, fuck me. Like, was this actually worth it? it yeah, like, it, it is. But like, no, yeah. so, I mean, one of my not, but... one of the things I treasure the most is my mental clarity. So like. Honestly, like going into the twentieth year of my life, I'm definitely gonna be cutting down the old sipperoo action. I just think that the mental clar my mental clarity is just too prized for me. Oh yeah. And um, I just wish that uh, didn't have to play like that. You know? Hey, it is what it is, and then you know, gripe. You... it is what it is. That's exactly what gripes are, and we and love it. Okay. The other the other side of it is like, I think as you've gotten older, you also relish experiences that don't include alcohol and that's why you're able to like make that judgment you know right i mean don't get me wrong alcohol is fun but it's not the funnest thing in the world at all accomplishments are funner um projects creation fruition um uh uh, relationships uh interesting conversations with new people um universal alignments are there's a lot of things that are better. Don't get me wrong. I'm just griping. I'm just trying to bring to light some things that maybe some people haven't thought of but have felt before. And obviously, there's nothing we can do about it. There's nothing we want to do about it. We just Drop want to talk into your ears. We love you. We will see you next pod. And Rom? Live, laugh, love. Peace. Peace.